Hey guys, this is G and Christina, and you're listening to Radical Stepmoms, a podcast about the good, bad, and really ugly moments about raising a child that you didn't create. The two of us bonded over our stepmotherhood experiences, and we want our listeners to feel like you're sitting right here with us, drinking your beverage of choice, and going, yes, hell yes, me too. We get in-depth about the realities of co-parenting, the way stepmotherhood affects a marriage, the relationship with our stepkids, and most of all, navigating the relationship with ourselves. We get real and sometimes use profanity, so keep that in mind if you have little ears around. To make it simple, we'll always put the E for explicit in our title. So pour yourself a LaCroix, a glass of red, or whatever, and listen in on Radical Stepmoms. Hey guys, you're listening to Radical Stepmoms. This is Gannett. And Christina. And we are on episode three. Yeah. Yay. So today we're going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to talk about what we're going to do this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's a long weekend. A long Memorial, Memorial Day, Day weekend. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to talk about a hot topic that I think a lot of stepmoms can relate to, and that's going to be boundaries. So lots to cover there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <clears throat> Gina, I know you have fun plans this weekend. So yeah. what do you, let's start there. <laughs> what are you doing this weekend? Stuff. Um, this weekend, my husband and I are going to Phoenix, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a long weekend down there, so we have some family that we're going to visit, um, but primarily we're just going to have a weekend to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Got without an, your stepdaughter. Without the kiddo, yep. Um, we have a sweet hotel that we've booked with an amazing yes. pool. Uh, lovely cocktails will be served uh-huh. poolside. Um, the weather is scorching hot, but it's going to be a nice change from out here. Yeah, so Seattle area yesterday was 80 degrees. Mm-hmm. Today is freaking raining. Yep. yep. And I wore the wrong clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unpredictable mm-hmm. per usual. So I'm excited. It's going to be fun. We haven't had a weekend away in many months. And um, yeah, so we spent some time with her last night and will today mm-hmm. and then um, she'll she's staying with family right she's staying yeah. with family for a couple of days before she <coughs> gets picked up by by a mom mm-hmm. um, so yeah I'm hopeful to just focus on us have some you know much needed yeah just weekend time with adult your, time yeah yeah time with my hubby um, and just some good old relaxation so I'm really really excited I'm really pumped to get on this airplane tomorrow morning so. yeah and you like airports I do because it just it's it's because you know you're going on a trip yeah and you're it's the process of getting there yeah so. and at an airport you can drink at any time absolutely at any time it's socially acceptable to drink it's like Vegas fair if you're, game if you're in an airport airport you're in Vegas yep yep, yep. so we'll see what the morning <laughs> brings <laughs> You Uh, will have a much different weekend than mine. Yeah, girl. What's going on for you guys? We are planning on potty training our 21-month-old daughter. Woo! (laughs) That's going to be... And I'm overthinking all of it. Mm -hmm. I've reached out on my personal social media, on my personal Instagram. I've reached out to my mom friends. Do you think she's ready? You know, it's just like, I feel like if I push her, I'm going to sabotage her. Because... Let's be real, like in episode two, where Mm -hmm. we talked about the shit with my (laughs) stepson, I am scarred thinking that I'm not going to be able to potty train my daughter, and I I feel like this pressure of, like, if we weren't able to do it with him, we have to be able to do it with her. Like, we can't fuck this up. You want to get it right. Yeah. (laughs) We can't mess this up. I hear you. 
So, yeah, we, I've read a book about it, and she will be running around naked all day tomorrow, prompting her. Sounds like her you guys are prepared. Weekend. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's. You can do it. Yeah. And you're a great hands-on and, mom. So and you're she's, gonna... she's pretty smart. You know, I know all parents say that and whatever, but I think my daughter's pretty smart. I, I think I, she is. I think she's going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally fine. Yeah. Um, so, moving right into our main topic... Yeah. Um, well, actually, yeah. Your long weekend includes extra time. Yeah. With your stepson, right? Yes. Okay. So okay. let's talk about that. I was like, hold Cause on, because there's my other anxiety about this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, the parenting plan says that we have him um, uh, over Memorial Day weekend, and so that puts us like an extra three days with him. Mm. Um. Which can't, I will say probably by Tuesday, it'll be really good. But when we get him early and it's just, when when the schedule gets shifted like that, there's always more of a transition because he's used to being with her. Because he's only been with her for four days and now we're getting him. And so, and I'm just, the whole potty training thing, I haven't really wanted, ideally I wouldn't want him around the house when we're trying to potty train Mm -hmm. our daughter just because it's an added something going on and then I don't know how he's going to respond to her potty training considering there's such a large age gap age gap Mm -hmm. and like he's not potty trained so I don't Uh, know right I don't know (laughs) I don't know if he's gonna like maybe we'll potty train both I don't know maybe he'll you know take a lesson yeah yeah it's like yo dude you're two almost two-year-old sister is getting it more than you are yeah so step it up right Ooh, yeah so yes that's the added part of my weekend thank you for bringing that up yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so um yeah if by this weekend listeners if you have any potty training tips i know it's not stepmom related um or if you do have potty trained yeah about yes just let me know write us write us yeah. On the Insta gram. Or we have email too, but Instagram seems easier. easier. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Instagram, mm-hmm. so this topic is common on a lot of stepmom resource, resources and things. You can search Pinterest and find stuff on stepmom boundaries. And um, a comment that was made on our Instagram this past week kind of sparked this topic. Right. Um, cause she said what, what we did was, um, in our stories, we asked if you could ever be friends with bio mom or if you are Mm -hmm. and like, you know, what's that, what's that, what's that like for the majority, I would say what 98% of people said, um, no, no. And that's the case for both of us. Yes, absolutely. 100%. No. Yeah. And I feel like it's, isn't that interesting? Like, let's just take a side note really quick. Isn't it interesting that two very opposite women mm-hmm. could, at one point, be involved with the same man? Yeah. Like, then, again, we're going to say this probably in every episode, you judge your husband of, like, Absolutely. how could you be with me mm-hmm. and have been with that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I digress. We could go down a really <laughs> deep rabbit hole on that one because, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah. So, back to my original point, um, a lot of 
stepmoms aren't friends with bio moms. And one of the comments that was made was um, she had said, bio mom has crossed the line, mm-hmm. like as in boundaries. She had bio mom has crossed boundaries. And that's something that triggered me because it's like, oh my gosh, so often the stepmoms are being told, you have boundaries. There are boundaries. You need to know your boundaries. Do not cross them. Know your place. Know your role. Absolutely. And we don't often hear what boundaries do the bio moms cross. Mm-hmm. Like, where, what rules do they need to abide by? <laughs> so many. Yeah. And, and so that's what we're kind of going to talk about today. Um, I'm going to talk about my history with my bio mom situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Situation. So in the beginning of our relationship, my husband and I's relationship, um, I think I, I explained this in the first couple of episodes. I dove right in to, you know, um, caring for my stepson and, um, it got to the point where I was advocating for him a lot because his mom wasn't doing it. His mom wasn't aware of what was going on with him, whether it was behaviorally or his dietary symptoms and nutri- all that kind of stuff. And so I became very involved in, you know, the doctor's appointments and assisting, you know, cause I was also caring for him kind of more so than my husband was. Right. Um, so it was important for me to be in those medical appointments. So, um, the night before we were going to one of my stepson's doctor's appointments that I was intending on going to, I got an email from baby mama. Oh boy. And it was entitled <laughs> blessings and boundaries to which, and I will just give the Cliff's notes version to which she was telling me that it's really cute. Her words. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. You want to care for my son the way that you do. She actually said cute. Cute. Uh-huh. Oh, goodness. Okay. It's really cute and kind of you. Uh-huh. It's so cute and kind of you to want to care for my son the way you do. However, she said, um, if you want to speak in these appointments, you need to speak through my husband. You know, my husband. Right. So you need to speak through him. Yeah. So she wanted me to first talk with him about it so then he could say it. So she didn't want to hear my voice. She wanted him to be doing the talking because she didn't want to hear, hear That's it from me. absolutely ridiculous. Exactly. Like, what? What the hell is that? What? So you want me to be there. You're fine with me being there, mm-hmm. but you don't want to hear me. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I don't do that. And so, I mean, just the whole two sides of it. Because she was trying to approach me like, oh, I appreciate what you're trying to do. It's really cute of you. So being straight up condescending. Right. Cause like, oh, because what it came across was like, you're playing house. That's really cute. Oh, you're you're right. playing with my son like he's yours. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Yeah. Um, but I, I need you to be quiet. Mm-hmm. When it, and it's like, mm-hmm. this isn't no no. I'm I'm building my family here. Like this is my family, and you're unfortunately a part of it, and I'm unfortunately a part of yours now. Right. But you can't tell me to be seen, but not heard. Mm-hmm. And that's part of her being in denial, right? Yeah. It's oh, her, yeah. It's her saying, oh, if you speak up in these appointments or speak up at all, this shit's real. Mm-hmm. She is actually a part of my son's life. Mm-hmm. And, and she knows she may know more than I do. Well, you do. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's what she didn't want to hear. And she had this, like, and also in the email, she kept saying that her and my husband, her ex, need to work on their communication. And so she needs me to step back so that they can work on their relationship. <laughs> so let's say that's a boundary she's that's crossed. Right. Oh, when they think their baby daddies still belong to them. Uh huh. That's yeah. some shit. Yeah. Uh huh. So, um, needless to say, I ignored the email uh, until after the appointment, to which I did not change my behavior. And okay. I responded in the email, and she did not like my response. And then she forwarded my response to my husband as if he hadn't even already known what was going on. So then he replied to her. I mean, it was this whole big thing. And that's when I have to say, ladies, if you have a husband that supports you and backs you up, mm -hmm. even if he doesn't necessarily, because there was, there was one thing in my response to her that my husband was not completely on board with. He didn't even really understand what it meant. And so he had to ask me. But regardless, and that was just kind of a communication breakdown, but he still had my back right. and stood up for me and was like, you know, Chris is involved in his life just as much as me, sometimes if not more, mm -hmm. as far as his day-to-day, -day, like, life. Like, you know, it, and she has a right to be in there, too, and she can voice herself. Good for him. Yeah, because one of the things I had said in my response was, you don't know me very well, obviously, because if you did, you would know that no man will ever speak for me. Okay. <laughs> for real. And good for him for backing you up and showing her that you guys are a united front. Yep. You're a couple, you're a family, mm -hmm. and he's not going to put a muzzle on you. Yep. What the hell? Yeah. Or the limitations. It's like, you know, I, that's, I mean, that's one of my biggest struggles is, you know, that, that oh, you're, I'm expected to do all these things mm -hmm. without the credit or without the respect or, oh, you, you should love him like he's your, you know, I've said this before, you should love him like he's yours, but not too much because then it will take away from the love that I give him. Right. And it's like, that, dude, that, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. No. So. There's enough love to go around, mm -hmm. you know, for a kiddo. Yeah. So. So what other boundaries do you, because uh, <laughs> that right there, that email, I mean, it was, there was good intention, I feel like, maybe. It, but, I don't know. You're, but I feel like the boundaries, it's so, what's that word? Blurry. Blurry and <laughs> situational or relative. Mm -hmm. It's relative. Yeah. Because I feel like every family, every blended family needs to figure out what, what boundaries, boundaries are okay with them and what's right. not okay with them. Yeah. Um, because like you said, like the boundary, like the bio mom feeling like she still owns some mm -hmm. part of him. Absolutely. And I think, I think many women will agree to that. I think there is something for the baby mamas that are not over it or have not moved on or have moved on and they're still not over it mm -hmm. to where they think there's some sort of ownership over their baby dads, baby daddies, because they have kids with them. And I get it. There is a connection and it is that child, but that relationship has been terminated mm -hmm. for however length of time it has been terminated. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that was our issue in the beginning is, you know, her baby mama telling my husband kind of, you know, things that I felt were just not okay. You know, like, um, I, I need 
you know, my schedule looks like this, X, Y, and Z, so I need you to do this for the kids. And, you know, just, uh, you know, well, they're going to stay extra. And the problem was my husband contributed to the problem, to be honest, because he was the yes man. Mm. And I told him that, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and this goes back to when we were caring for my stepdaughter's older sister. Um, he just always wanted the kids to be with us because he knew we provided a better, better environment. Mm-hmm. Bio mom's always been all over the place. Um, and so he would say yes and uh, bend the rules and agree to additional time. What happens is you, you, you give you know someone an inch to take a mile, right? So, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, you're late. That's fine. Oh, we'll keep them an extra day. That's okay. Then it starts becoming a pattern. Mm-hmm. And she's going MIA, not showing right. up at all, right. showing up significantly late. So then our plans or our day is ruined um, and just taking advantage, taking advantage of a situation where this man is trying to, um, you know, just provide the best care for these kiddos. And yeah. Which, which you bring up another post that we did this week on Instagram where uh, the, where you're overthinking, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so many people, thank you. I love you guys. Our following is awesome. Yeah. So many people are like, yes, this is what we do too. But it's because if you don't overthink it and if you're not, you know, four steps ahead of them or mm-hmm. if you don't see through the lines of what they're actually trying to get at, you get taken advantage of. Absolutely. And so you have to overthink it and be like, what is she actually asking here? And is she going to ask for more later? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they will. Uh-huh. I learned real quick. I learned real quick, especially when someone has an agenda and that agenda is not... Um, aligned with yours you know Mm -hmm. what I mean it's it's motivated by whatever it's motivated by Mm -hmm. so you have to be one step ahead of the game that's why Mm -hmm. I always tell my husband you have to be one step ahead of the game because this person can be very manipulative can just work it to where it it works for her Mm -hmm. and and whatever she's trying to do and no more so that happened up until a year ago when I had to put my foot down and I said I know what you're trying to do here by you know taking care of these kids etc but we have to set these boundaries because I mean, there were days where we would call and text and she wouldn't pick up and not show up to the next day. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's just, it's baffling to me. So, um, yeah, it gets tricky. It gets yeah. tricky. Um, along with the boundaries thing, I think also boundaries with your stepkids where another theme that we had this week was these kids are getting fed very adult information mm-hmm. and it is our job to educate them that these are adult issues and that that's not a weight that they need to carry. Right. Um, for example, our baby mama issue, she goes through dudes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, in the five year, I mean, she's going, she's going on like one to two dudes. I mean, like six month rotations Mm. and it's gotten to, it's gotten so embarrassing for her, though she won't admit it, that she lies when a relationship ends Mm -hmm. and we have to hear about it through our, through our kid Mm. where we're like, Hey, um, you haven't, you know, how's so-and-so? Oh, he's not around anymore. Um, my mom and him are just friends now. Wow. And it's like, okay. And now I'm all about them having their own lives. Mm -hmm. Totally fine. I don't give a shit what you do. Yeah. If you want to be ragging around and hoeing around on your own time, that's fine. Our (laughs) situation is 50-50. You have one week to hoe around all by yourself. Yeah. You don't need to introduce every man that you meet 
to your child. Right. You don't. No. Because he gets confused. Absolutely. And he gets attached to people and all, all these things. And so it's like, you know, we have to hear it from him. And she won't, you know, let us know, oh, hey, so-and-so isn't around anymore. Because and the only reason why we really want to know is every dude she starts to date immediately goes on the pickup list. Immediately is responsible for picking up our kid on her weeks. And then she either refuses or just doesn't take them off of it when the relationship ends. And so she has her whole roster. (laughs) The roster? The roster of dudes she's been with, like, on the pickup list. And it's like, that's not, what are you teaching your kid? It's not okay. And, like, they're strangers to him by the time, you know? So, like, those are boundaries that, like, I don't know. Is that a boundary? I don't know, but it's just. Well, yeah, and it's and it's it's teaching her son, unfortunately, what unhealthy relationships can look like, mm-hmm. right? I mean, to just introduce someone, and then he's gone, mm-hmm. you know, not too long after. Mm-hmm. What does that instill in in that kiddo? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And she tries to introduce them to us all the time because right. as soon as she has a new relationship, she's trying to flaunt it, like. Oh, do you want to meet my new boyfriend? You should meet my new boyfriend because he's going to be around our son. Mm-hmm. And the last time we were like, no, no. Yeah, good for you guys. We put up those boundaries. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to meet him. Nope, I don't want to meet him. Not because, you know, whatever, but because he's probably not going to be here in the next four months. Right. And what's the point? Yeah. And if we had a say in it, we wouldn't be agree. We wouldn't want him meeting Oscar either. Yeah. So. I think... I think this person needs to take time to really establish her relationships before introducing mm-hmm. them to her, to her son. Yeah. Um, because ultimately it just, it's going to, I don't know, have a negative impact. I feel like at some point, you know what I mean? And he's probably really confused. He sees you guys, you've been together for a long time. He sees your relationship and then he sees mom mm-hmm. and she's dating and that's okay. If she's dating, here's the thing, like no one's knocking dating and if she wants to be single, that's fine. I think the biggest message here is you don't need to introduce every man to your son mm-hmm. until you know it's serious. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just I'm and and I think I wouldn't care as much if she didn't in the beginning of our relationship um, with my husband if she didn't say that to him if she wasn't so adamant about that mm-hmm. of you know and then just the hypocrisy that's right. always here we go that's yeah. always my frustration is you. Don't ever do what you say. Yeah. You, your expectations for us are way different than what you do on your own time, and that's not okay. And, you know, it's always when she's single, we always get the feeling of it because then she starts crossing boundaries where mm-hmm. she's trying to enter into our family like we're all, like, friends and stuff. Well, she misses talking to a man, she so mi- she wants to talk to exactly, her baby daddy. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She texts more. She mm-hmm. emails him more. She's using a lot of our son and our little man and all this, like, romanticized bullshit. Needy as fuck. I'm like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't your family. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) But that didn't work out. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just... I think the boundaries just has so many layers to it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think I've never had, in my scenario, uh, baby mama come up to me or email me directly or text me directly. I think she's been intimidated by me from day, day one. Day one, yeah. Which, hey, I mean. Girl. 
can you blame, blame her? her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with that being said, I might, you know, stand up for myself and be a strong woman, but I damn sure took care of her kid. And I've, you know, I've been told indirectly via email to my husband that she doesn't care if I have a relationship with my stepdaughter. Um, I'm basically a non-motherfucking factor mm-hmm. in the parenting situation. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you, you know what, though? You're right. I'm mm-hmm. not in the parenting plan. Mm-hmm. If you want to be, you know, if you want to look at the legal aspects of it, sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm married to your baby daddy now. Right. And I care for your daughter, my stepdaughter, half the week. So whether you like it or not, and whether this pill is big enough to be swallowed by you or not, mm-hmm. you're going to have to swallow it, honey, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, I know you're mad and upset that it didn't turn out the way you wanted to, but um, the facts of the matter is, is that I'm here and I take care of your kid and do so better than you do unfortunately Mm -hmm. Uh I mean or is it unfortunate I'm not sure yeah so um it's just interesting so um but this has been our experience and I don't know I think there's other situations out here Mm -hmm. yeah and it's so interesting hearing you know or reading the comments on Instagram and stuff about you know other people's experiences and I'm so curious of like um the ones that are friends with Mm -hmm. baby mama or the ones that don't have a a chaotic relationship with them or if there's you know people like because I feel like in my situation it ebbs and flows mm-hmm. like there's sometimes where we can tolerate each other mm-hmm. we've sat across from each other and had a meal a couple times mm-hmm. like we can but that but that's it always feels so fake it's never genuine and I saw so many comments of like no I can never be friends with her because I can never trust her mm-hmm. and it's like absolutely yeah absolutely that's totally my situation where I tolerate her Mm-hmm. And in front of our child, I pretend that we're friends and, you know, we remain cordial and stuff. Mm-hmm. But th- are we going to, you know, be friends when he's a teenager and he's almost out of the house? Hell no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Will I tell her my deep dark? No. She is my deep dark secret. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the, the ba- I feel like the going back to that comment of, you know, they're feeling like, um, like they still own, like when we first started, when I first started dating my husband and I was meeting her and and stuff, she would say things like, oh yeah, um, it's almost Halloween. Are you getting excited? I know how you like Halloween. And my husband, you know, for a while was a a huge costume person, like, Mm -hmm. like to make his own costumes and stuff. And he would just stand there and be like, no, like he was, I mean, she was just trying to engage with him. She like, was reaching. I know yeah. you mm-hmm. and, oh, like, mm-hmm. you know, are you going to be doing this or are you going to, you know, or like just in front of me trying to show that she knows him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a boundary. Absolutely. <laughs> like, really? And it's just so unnecessary and it's uh-huh. reaching. It's almost yeah. like, um, like you look I, sad. I want to show you that once upon a time mm-hmm. that him and I knew each other well yeah. and it's like okay. like girl i don't need a reminder he's walking around here every freaking day eating my food okay we know yeah he's your baby daddy we know yeah, yeah. he's he the knows. reminder that that yeah. shit's on my floor yeah. yeah yeah i don't need you to remind me that you once had a relationship with him yeah and i think that when, <laughs> when you really think about it it's just her insecurities coming out right mm-hmm. she yeah. i feel like and i don't and i don't know maybe this is something to discuss right when the bio bio moms or baby mamas, however you guys want to refer them to, um, if they've moved on, does that make a difference? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because in our situations, they, they have not. No. And we've been with our men for years. Uh-huh. Going so, on 
six years. Yeah. Well, your uh, husband's baby mom has dated, and she has a revolving door situation uh-huh. happening. Yeah. Always um, open. Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven girl. None of them have stuck around, so right. a, a meaningful relationship has not developed mm-hmm. from any of those. Mm-hmm. Even sounds. with my husband, it wasn't very long. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were pretty much going to be breaking up, and she was like, "Oh, BT Dubs, I peed yeah. on a stick, and we have this going on." And you to daddy. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then for your situation, no, she's never even dated, as far as you guys know. As far as we know, and who knows? But I will say that in the four years, I, we haven't seen or heard anything you know and kids talk you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so I think you would know if there was a male present at some point right um but uh am I surprised no No. I mean you know she has some things that she needs to work on I think but yeah it's interesting so I'm I'm interested to see if and when these women move on and find their happiness the dynamic how will change Uh yeah yeah there's no is there going to be does that level of competition lessen Mm mm-hmm do you feel secure now that you've found your own path and, and you've, you know, mm-hmm. you've, you've gone down this, you know, road of happiness and you're no longer mad at the woman who right. fill in the blank? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So um, let's ask our listeners. So uh, if you are in a, you know, situation where baby mama has moved on, whether it's in a, like, just she's dating and she's, you know, happy with it and she's committed or if she's married, remarried. Mm-hmm. Did it change how she was interacting within, you know, with your husband, with the kids? Like, did it change her behavior at all? Did the conflict decrease? Mm-hmm. Um, let us know, because we're trying to remain hopeful here. Yeah. <laughs> like, every time she's like, I have a new boyfriend, I'm like, ah, oh, shit, let's hope this one lasts. Yeah. And then, sure enough, she probably goes batshit crazy, and the homeboy's like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Or what about the scenarios where these women are dating men that have kids, right? So maybe now yeah. they can get a taste of, you know, the mm-hmm. shoes that we're in, right? Yeah. So kind of see how that, that would look and yeah. if that shifts the dynamics or, you know, yeah, makes things any less complicated, mm-hmm. if that will ever be a thing. Yeah. Yeah, boundaries, um, just to kind of conclude, boundaries are, I feel, very relative to the situation I feel like they ebb and flow I feel like they um, should be respected but most like communicate them sure um, but the expectations I don't I don't know it's going back to the blessings and boundaries email mm-hmm. um, it seemed like a slap in the face and um, she was trying to create a boundary that was to make her comfortable. Right. It was all about her. But by squashing mm-hmm. my role mm-hmm. um, in in everyone's lives. Um, and I never disrespectful. I never talk over her. Mm-hmm. I never intentionally make her look stupid. She does that all on her own. Easy. I don't have to try <laughs> to do that at all. She opens her mouth. Um, so that's, that. you know, that's the way I felt. Like, I'm not coming at her like, you know, I will cross every boundary. No, I'm respectful and I'm you know, appreciative of what she does do for our son, but it's like, don't try and tell me to keep my mouth shut. Um, ever. Right. Ever. Ever. In any situation. (laughs) No. Yeah. (laughs) That's not how it works. All right, guys. So we asked a couple questions. Um, it'd be awesome if you write to us, DM us, comment on one of our posts. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we will chat at you later. All right. Thanks guys. 
All right, so we are going to answer some questions that our listeners and followers on the Instagram has sent us um, since our last episode. Yeah. So the first question that we were asked was, have you ever considered leaving because shit has gotten too hard? Dun, dun, dun. So Gannette, I'll have you answer that <laughs> question first. Um, let's see. Have I ever considered leaving? Listen, I'll be honest. This crossed my mind. Um, not that I ever want to leave my husband. I love him dearly. He's my best friend. But shit gets crazy. Mm-hmm. And I often um, think about how life works out and why we're you know, placed in certain situations, why we meet certain people, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm in this for a reason. I met him for a reason. But there are days, let's keep it 100, where I'm just like, man, mm-hmm. I can get that plane ticket yep. and I could be gone yep. and life would look very different. And I... Because you would go to Texas. I would go to Texas. <laughs> I would be down south in the warm weather. Um, but life would just be a lot more simple. Or so I think. Right. Right? Right. You don't know. Because the grass isn't always greener. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So shit does get difficult and we're human. And so to be mm-hmm. honest, of course, I, it crosses my mind. Is yeah. Would life be a little bit easier if this just wasn't part of my situation yeah um, and true and I think that's what's I mean I I definitely have those thoughts too um and I'll be honest especially before having my daughter Mm -hmm. where it was just so like high conflict and I had that yearning of I want my own baby and I don't know my place in this house and Mm -hmm. You know, there would be times when my husband and I would argue and I would feel so alone because, you know, we're arguing about something that baby mama said or we're arguing about something that our stepson did and that we're disagreeing on or whatever. And it was just like, I don't even need to be a part of this. Yep. Like, I am choosing to be here. And I feel like that that's the most powerful thing about it mm-hmm. is you do have a choice. Mm-hmm. You do. Mm-hmm. And every day that you decide to stay, that you choose to stay mm-hmm. and give it your all and, you know figure out ways to make it better or mm-hmm. cope through it. Like that makes it all the more powerful. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's really normal to consider leaving yeah. when shit gets hard yeah. and you didn't create this crazy. Absolutely. You just did it. And that's what you said about, you know, being in a place where you didn't have your daughter at the time yeah. and you're feeling like, you know, is this what you want to keep doing? And right. sometimes that, that's kind of where I'm at, at t- from time to time. I don't have my own biological child, so I'm mm-hmm. thinking to myself, is shit going to get better? Mm-hmm. Do I want to expand this family and right. bring in one of my own? You know what I mean? Yep. So a lot of big thoughts there. Um, and full disclosure, last night there was a situation that happened with bio mom. I won't get into detail, but my husband looked at me and apologized for just me having to deal with it. And... Mm-hmm. I wanted to say a lot of things, but what I did say to him was, just remember, this is my choice. Yep. Because yeah. it is. And then, and I, there's times when my husband does that too, and he just acknowledges you're, you're such a great woman, mm-hmm. like with what you deal with and what you handle and stuff. And I feel like those little, those little um, moments of connection mm-hmm. and, and those reminders, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that helps too. Yeah. Um, second question when did you start doing pickups or drop-offs? So I think that this question was kind of just based on, like, where in the relationship right. were you, were we feeling comfortable, like, being that? Because I feel like drop-offs and pickups can be, you know, like, yeah. you're, like, kind of in it. You're I in mean, it. You're you in got it. a car seat mm-hmm. in your car? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're in it. You're in it. Yep. 
and that's that and those are moments where you have to meet up with the bio mom and you, yep. you have that exchange and yep. so shit can get awkward yep mm-hmm. yeah let's see go ahead so when did we start um i waited it, it was a while um i actually was doing it pretty actively up until about six months ago maybe a little bit longer um because where i work was a lot closer to where she resides or mm -hmm. was living um mm -hmm. um so it made it a lot easier for me to do the pickup um and it was awkward just because you know her and i have never had a decent conversation and um yeah so and i felt comfortable doing it and i was more than happy to pick up the kiddo um but there was a conflict that happened and um that ended that mm -hmm. <laughs> so she, you know we um had an exchange of words um regarding a situation again that she created and um so then she you know told my husband that she'd want she wants him to do the pickups and so just to kind of diffuse shit we decided right. that so we do it together a lot and then there are some times where i opt out and he does it right. and it works do i think that's going to change yes because the reality of it is is that i'm going to have to get in there and, and start doing it again but um because we're in such a high conflict situation right. for the time being it's best that we have it where it's at right mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. um, what about you? Yeah, I, let's see, super early on, um, once my husband and I started living together, we, we didn't get, we weren't married yet, but we were living together, where we were living, it was really, again, out of convenience, um, easy for me to just pick him, pick him up from daycare, um, and then head home, and then my husband's hours were kind of, like, they weren't ever a solid, he we never knew when he would get off work mm -hmm. um and so it was just easier for me to pick him up um and it was less conflict because i was picking him up from a daycare mm. i wasn't seeing baby mama right um and that's often how we do it for a reason where instead of like a sunday to sunday situation our weeks are monday to monday smart so you know she drops him off at school i pick him up um you know, Monday after school, and then we would do the reverse the following week. So we don't really have to see her. Mm. Like, I mean, I don't remember the last time that we saw her, and that's just easier for us. So nice. Um, <laughs> it's not like we want to, like, claw our eyes out. Well, I would love to sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's, just, it's just easier. Mm -hmm. There's less emotion involved, and yeah. So Sweet. Yeah, um, and then the last question we'll answer, uh, what is one of your guilty pleasures? Oh, boy. Mm. <laughs> um, I think I posted this on, on Instagram a while ago, but my guilty pleasure is definitely red wine, Cabernet, trashy reality TV. I mm -hmm. love it. The other day. Had a, well, I've had a sick husband all week. Oh, oh God. I know. Baby. Ladies, raise your hand if you have to deal with a man cold. Oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> so exhausting. I have not slept, and I feel fine, but I just have not slept because of him. But the other night, he was feeling really, really horrible, and so he went to bed early at, like, 7 o'clock, and I got my bottle of wine, indulged. I did a little OCD cleaning around the house, went back <laughs> to indulging in trashy reality TV. And it was so fun, mm. and I did it for like four hours, uh -huh. and it was so awesome. It was some and good thinking, me time. Man, this is what it was like when I was single. It was no was drama. Exactly. <laughs> I don't have to 
like listen to no one. I yep. don't have to think about no one. I yep. can just watch whatever I want. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna judge me if I drink this whole bottle of wine. Nope, my house is sparkling <laughs> clean. We're good. We are happy, honey. <laughs> uh, my guilty yourself? pleasure. Yeah, I don't know. I feel um, like when my husband isn't home yet from work, or he's out golfing or doing something, and I'm just like home by myself, whether or not you know my daughter's running around or whatever but if i have like friends on because mm. i watch friends over and over and over again i've seen every episode a hundred million times if i just have that in the background and i'm yeah. just doing whatever painting my toes yeah um like playing on my phone if I, and then i probably have some beverage alcoholic or not like just chilling yeah and often cleaning i do i like to fold laundry yeah? Yeah, I like to fold laundry. Yeah. It's mindless. Uh-huh. And then I like the completion of something. Mm-hmm. So, Definitely. God, and you know what's funny? Like, ten years ago, never would I have said that. <laughs> like, really? That's what you do for fun? That's your guilty pleasure? We're adulting. Fuck. <laughs> F it. Yeah. All right, uh, that's all for episode three. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to Radical Stepmoms. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a like in the app and share our podcast with your fellow stepmamas. You can also follow us on our Instagram page at Radical Stepmoms Podcast. Or if you have any questions or ideas, we would love to hear from you. And you can email us at Radical Stepmoms Podcast at gmail.com. Bye.